0: E aí Welcome back to the Randomonium Podcast. I'm John Stom. And I am Danny Gula. This is uh it's the it's the Randomonium Podcast. So it's like the Randomonium YouTube channel. Yeah, but it's audio. It's audio. And a little less challenge-based. That's right. It's a little less crazy, a little more chill, but a lot more random, I feel like. I think it is more random. I don't know. The Randomonium YouTube channel is pretty pretty random. random. Yeah. So anyway, if you don't follow us on YouTube or subscribe, uh, you should check that out. We do kind of crazy challenges and games over there. But this, like Danny said, this is uh, it's a different thing. It's a whole different beast. Yeah, we'll take uh, little bits from the past, present, and future. Yep. Uh, we don't know actually what the bits that we all brought uh, we brought yep. each other to yep. talk about. Uh, and our patrons have brought us some things to talk about as well. That's right. So you can check us out on Patreon if you want to kind of get in on the conversation and if you want to support what we're doing here that's uh probably the best way but to do that's it. even better that's even better because it literally helps keep the lights on it does it does so like danny said this is the show where we do a little slice from the past and the present and the future and let's just jump right into the past let's do it three two one Into the past. Ooh, I feel older? Younger. 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 I feel younger. younger. You yeah. feel younger. How far in the past are we going, John? Well, that's it's actually interesting that we just said that because that kind of relates to the question. Okay. So I put this question out to our patrons. Um, if you could go back to any age for a month, what age would it be? Do you mean like Iron Age or like my specific age, like seven? <laughs> what age? Yeah, Iron Age. Bronze Age. I would love... I would, love would really <laughs> dig the Bronze Age. Like, I think Bronze is a cool metal. Yeah. and That we don't use enough. Um, I mean, I did not think of that, but that is an interesting take on the question. Yeah. What age? You, you what? mean specifically my age. I mean specifically of the, yeah, the years that you've been alive, all 32 of them. Which one would you go back to? It doesn't have to be your favorite. It's just like, you know, what would you go back to? Yeah. And so we had an interesting follow-up question or like a um, conditional question to that. Yeah. On Patreon. Okay. April says, um, do you get to take your, no- your current knowledge with you? And I said, yeah, you know what? To make this interesting? Yes. Yeah. I think that'd be... The, like, if you're going to go back to an age, like, yeah. the point of going back is because you couldn't appreciate it then. Right. And you got to you know what you now. know now. Yeah. I also think... As far as like going back to that age, I think that should mean kind of like John Malkovich, like 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 the movie being John Malkovich, not like the actor. But oh, you're just experiencing it. You're not. I think you should just well, you live it. Like you remember in the movie, like you're seeing it through their eyes. Well, eventually, and you you have have to control it it, though. Yeah. Well, okay, that's true. But I I think like you shouldn't be like incapable of like if you go back to age one, you're like I don't know how to eat anymore. Like you should Mm -hmm. like understand that. Hey, I'm a toddler. Like, I'm. Uh, this is funny. I can't eat. Like, you should have the cognitive ability to, like, see. You're just kind of viewing it, but I think you got to feel it too. Okay, but I don't get to kind of, like, I don't get to make decisions or. or I don't act. think you can make decisions because otherwise, then you get in a whole butterfly effect situation. Okay, because that does change it. Right. Because at first, I was going to say high school, not because I thought high school was so great, uh-huh. because I was really hung up on, like,. I would always get hung up on like a girl in my yeah. school and like oh, yeah. it was like the most important thing in the world and be like, nobody's gonna date me and it wasn't nobody was gonna date me, yeah. I just, you know, I, I just wanted to date one person who wouldn't date me instead of being like, <laughs> okay, go ask another person right, to date you. there are lots of other ones. There were so many other people, I figured that out later in life yeah. but like, I would just be like, hey, just chill out, don't yeah. don't worry about girls. Yeah, maybe that's part of this thing is you could, you could go back to that age and kind of like have a pep talk with yourself. Like yeah. you could. Influence yourself a little bit, but not really like you couldn't biff Tannen the whole situation sure. and be like, "Hey, you know who wins the World Series in 2011?" Yeah, but if I'm if I'm just going back as an observer, like yeah. John Malkovich before they figured out how to control, yeah, being John Malkovich, um, I would probably go back to I think like, like when we were kids in like eighth grade, like when we were hanging out all the time, when we like kind of first started hanging out, yeah, I think it'd be really fun to see that again, specifically the woods that we used to hang out like that Mm. summer where we would go into the woods and build forts all the time yes yes Um, before they built the road before they built the road they just mowed down the woods that we grew up in yep to build a road which i love that road by the way oh it's great it's a great road. road It, it really connects the towns It was a well. good decision. I didn't didn't agree <laughs> with it then. But that's like, the most, like, old man thing we've ever said. Oh, I really love that road. It's a good road. It really connects, good the, road. connects the towns. Yeah, you can get from O'Fallon to Belleville in 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, that's great. It's amazing. It's Before a, that, it was a 40-minute drive. It's, oh, it's fantastic. Um, but no, it was, it was a smart decision it on, really on the city planning part. Oh, yeah. Uh, from my childhood, I hated it. <laughs> You're like, no, but seriously, it's a good road. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great road. <laughs> but no, I would go back and just kind of, like, watch that. I feel like does. I do, like, I fondly remember those times. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember those summers just riding my bike a lot. My mom would leave me, like, $3 every day. We'd go to the Dolly Madison Bakery. Yeah. And I'd buy, like, like, two of those little, like, opaque, juice-like drinks. Oh, yeah. With the foil top. I don't even think they could call them juice. I think they were just flavored water. It was like purple drink. That's where the whole Dave Chappelle thing comes from. it was true, man. It's like purple drink, orange drink. I don't think they could call it juice. That's what that was. I'd get two of those. Usually purple and orange, I think. Yeah, those had a good little kick to them. They They had kind kind of like a little, kind of sour, a little something. Yeah, those were good. Uh, And I'd get some candy and just like, man, I'd be gone all day. My mom wouldn't see me till dinner time. Sun up to sundown. That was the rule. It's like come back when the sun goes down or when the streetlights come on. Yeah, I would. I would go back and if I could just observe that. If I could. If I could go back and actually just act or like at least pep talk myself it'd be high school just to be like man have more fun like yeah so many cool things you could be doing right now right instead of just being the most emo person in the world like emo was born when we were in high school and for good reason we were a bunch of whiny babies (laughs) (laughs) i think that's i don't think like people before our generation were just like not emotional i feel like no but we just took it to a new level i don't know we just named it we just named it emo It's just teenagers, man. <laughs> teenagers are just... They're very emotional. Oh, man. It's like... Yeah, somebody breaks up with you. It's like the most important thing in the world. Oh, yeah. It's its a big deal. You can't see... You have blinders on when you're like 15 to 18. You like think that a breakup is like going to crush you. And, you know, sometimes it does. they're a big deal. It is like the most important thing in your life at that That's point. That's Really. Like yeah. in like, grand scheme of things, like you don't got a lot going yeah, on. You so don't have girl, a girl... Yeah. Breaks up with you, it's a big deal. Yeah. But as like no matter how much an adult would tell you, mm-hmm. just don't worry about it, man. Like you yeah, got your whole life. Mm-hmm. You do not. You, you don't. You're like doesn't help. I loved her. <laughs> Suck, so maybe man. my choice is I would be a fly on the wall in your room as you're crying. Oh, about I cried the girl. so much of <laughs> over girls. Like I'm no, not ashamed of that. I don't cry a lot as an adult, but man, as a youth, I would. was a baby. Well, you know, that's what we were in a band, so we got some good songs out of it. We did get some good songs out of it. I think it's it was really tough for me because I so I grew up as an Air Force kid, um, you know, military family, Mm -hmm. so we moved around a lot. And um, I'm with you. I think those years of like riding bikes around the neighborhood were really good, like junior high and like fifth fifth grade through junior high. But there's this one particular year, and I'm I'm trying to pinpoint exactly what it was. I was uh, I was in second grade, Mm -hmm. so I guess I'm like eight, like eight. And yeah, that's that's second grade. We lived in my family lived in Kansas, um, this tiny little town. Or actually, it was an army fort, and is that why you were a Chiefs fan when we were kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we lived on a little in a little cul-de-sac with like ten other families, and it was just by happenstance we all were from different like. There were, there were families from different parts of the world. So mm-hmm. there was, a, like, a Scandinavian family that lived right next door to us. There was a German family that lived on the other side. Um, and some of these families weren't, like, necessarily from... Like, they had, like, the, like the wife was from yeah, Germany sure. and the husband was American or whatever. Um, That's pretty common with military. Yeah, military. So. There's a lot of, like, yeah, um, a lot of that. So one of the uh, families across the court was from Korea. Um, I mean, just, like, all sorts of different ethnicities and so what we would do every Friday night is we would have like a a cul-de-sac barbecue like outdoor food fest thing that sounds incredible with that particular group of people once we all realized I mean I was in second grade so I didn't really like totally appreciate it and that's why I want to go back is because like I feel like I didn't appreciate what I had you didn't have the palate I didn't have the palate I was like give me some chicken nuggets but I mean we had like Korean food, and uh, yeah. I feel like there was maybe, like, a Japanese family, too, but there was definitely, like, like Norwegian... I mean, I don't even know what, what that food eat? is. I don't know. Fish? I don't remember. Probably fish. Probably fish. It's probably something. I feel like a lot of other countries eat a lot more fish than we do. Yeah. What, what would a Viking eat? Fish? Yeah. Anything. Whatever, anything they could kill. Anything they could probably kill. people. Which, which is pretty much anything. You think they eat people? They could kill anything. They, yeah. They'd probably eat some people. Yeah. Anyway. Man, that would be... I. I I'd go back to that time. Oh, it if was great. I could great. go back to any time in your German life. food. I mean, it was it was the gamut. We had the whole smorgasbord, as it were, and uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I just I mean, I think I like was like yeah, this is kind of cool. I've got some fun friends from different places, but like I didn't appreciate the food. That's awesome. Is there any time you wouldn't go back to? Any age. Whew. man, that's a really good question. I got one. You got you got you got one. Yeah. Like you just don't want to go back yeah when was that and it sounds like because everyone's always like oh i wish i could be a baby yeah (laughs) yeah everyone is like Uh, you know what i I hear hear that all the time you just get held (laughs) and you get to sleep all day like that's like a running gag Right, right, right when somebody has a baby yeah but really when you think about it like All you have are emotions, and you can't communicate them to anybody apart from screaming. It's true. If you're hungry, screaming. You're pooping yourself, screaming. You're tired, you're screaming. Like, that would just... I feel like that's... Like, if you could consciously think during that time, that's probably why our brains aren't connected. Because if they were... We would just all be insane. <laughs> yeah. There's this, so if I was gonna go back there, like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is the this worst. Is the worst. <laughs> well, let me pull up what April says for what she would go back to. Sure. She responded on Patreon to our question and said, "I would go back to age 18. As far as transition ages go, 18 is one of the toughest so sure. far." Uh, I I would know that college wasn't for me and I wouldn't waste my time and money on it. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. I honestly I probably wouldn't have gone to college either. I know. I see, go back. Yeah. Going back and I'd being to, able to I'd go to trade school, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many other good options. Um, I would know how to budget and manage my finances, so I would start saving and investing at a much younger age. Now she's taking it the route of like being able to really change things. Sure. Which I mean, you know, that's that's, that's one a, way to take the question. A fair way to take that's the question. an question. interesting way to think, yeah. I would know that heartbreak does go away and I would take more chances on love. Uh, same kind of thing you were talking yeah. about. Um, I would know know that eating healthier and working out are habits that are easier to maintain when you're still relatively healthy. So yeah, it's just like kind of all the wisdom of uh, of age. Yeah, that is a big transitionary period. Like you, yeah. you're, people tell you you're an adult, but really you're not. Like, right. No offense to any 18-year-old person. You got a lot there, of growing like, up to do. You have a ton of growing up to do. I mean, even like... Man, right out of college, like Mm -hmm. still have a ton of growing up to do and you're you're even more of an adult then. Like Mm -hmm. I wonder if like fifty year olds would say that to us. Oh I'm sure. Mm -hmm. My dad calls me an idiot all the time. (laughs) On that note, let's jump into the present. Sure. present Uh, welcome to it i heard sammy hagar talking about the past versus now today on the radio he's a radio show sammy hagar sammy hagar does it's Hmm. actually it's pretty interesting to hear him talk but he was just talking about like how he wrote this song about the past about how the times were going on He's like man today is so much more messed up than it was then (laughs) (laughs) and i thought it was so messed up (laughs) wow yeah this is a pretty messed up time yeah but you know what's not messed up what's not messed up this story that i'm gonna tell you good it's a good story. I like good stories. It's good news. Good news. Okay, so what do you think you would do if you came upon a van that was full of donuts? Oh, good God! Are they good donuts? Are like they edible? Like it's like or they're Krispy. Like, a... They're Krispy Kreme. Oh, they're Krispy Kremes. Yep. I just came upon a van. Like what? Yep. Unlocked. Like does it say free donuts? Like what's the situation? Well, <clears throat> let me just give you a little background here. Okay. Let's see if let me just see if you would be one of these uh one of these nice police officers, officers of the law. So <laughs> <laughs> Nope. I wouldn't be wouldn't be them. <laughs> well, you know, the cops and donuts, that's kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of a, a stereotype, the cops love donuts. Well, this is just kind of a funny story because there was a missing Krispy Kreme van. The store reported like stolen. That it well, was it was, and gone. it was full of donuts? This is in Florida. It's full of donuts. <laughs> They couldn't find it, and the cops found it like 190 miles away in a different town. That's so far. That's really far. So, I don't know what I don't know if somebody was just booking it for you know getting out of the state and stealing some donuts. I don't know what they were doing, but the cops found it in this other town and they, you know, said, Hey, we found this donut van. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) the manager of the store was like, You know what? You guys keep all the donuts. Like, thank you for finding it. Like, you guys keep all, and you know what the, the cops did? What? They kept a couple for themselves. They had it. They sure. had themselves a little snack. But then they gave all the donuts to the homeless community. That's incredible. It was awesome. I bet they were pretty pumped. Oh, uh, they weren't hot and fresh anymore. I'm sure. But, That's true. That's true. Um, why do cops? Why is that a stereotype? of Cops eating donuts? I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it's because it's probably a, it's a good to go food. Yeah, and maybe like I'm thinking like diners back in the day would have you know coffee and donuts and the and the cops when maybe they weren't like in hot pursuit. They were just sort of. Waiting for the next call, they would just need to pop into a diner and yeah, get themselves a little snack. Yeah, I don't know what the rules are. I'd be interesting. I, we know we know a couple of cops. I mm-hmm. think we should ask them. Like, what are the rules on that? Like, when you're on, like, is there time periods when you're supposed to do lunch? Are you always on the clock? Like, yeah. yeah. What's the What's the deal? When you, can you donut? Yeah. When does that go down? Yeah. So here's an interesting thought: is pol- uh, when police usually get stolen stuff. Yeah. It's usually auctioned off. Right. So does this set a precedent now that like, hey, let's, instead of doing that, let's donate it to the needy? Very true. Very true. That would be, that would be a cool precedent. Because it it is a cool thing, like, you know, you can see the other hand, like this, one, the auctioning off, buying stuff from police is actually a great way for people who can't afford new things sometimes to get, you know, a car or a house or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and the other thing is it, it helps fund yeah the the police police without having to like take extra tax dollars oh yeah there's some local um i I, i've talked to a police officer friend of mine who um their department has confiscated like millions of dollars in drugs and you know they they use it to fund their vehicles and their equipment and stuff like that just sell the drugs or like (laughs) how do they use drugs just to fund their equipment well i think it's like the drug money Okay, the drug money. Yeah. I was going to say. Like... <laughs> yeah, the, the cops just start selling the drugs, and then, you know, it's a business. They just, like, take it back down to Columbia? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think I said that. They, yeah, like, if they find, like, a duffel bag full of money, they'll just, you yeah. know, maybe they'll just use that on there. Yeah, my sister's friend who's a cop, she, she busted, like, a whole, like, marijuana-growing farm inside somebody's house. Like, I have this picture of her just, like, inside yeah. what looks like a jungle <laughs> in a house, just, like... Converted an entire house into a grow grow room. Or yeah, whatever, I don't know. Um, but I don't know what they do with all. That. I think they I think they burn it actually. Oh yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you gotta destroy it. Yeah, because I mean, are they just getting a lot of animals high? I'm wondering about that too. If you burn a ton of weed, who's who's feeling that? I mean, they just gotta light it on fire and run. I mean, I know like when I used to work at a music venue and Phil Lesh from the Grateful Dead came, mm-hmm. uh, and as soon as he started. A, I was in the balcony, and a cloud of smoke just arose, and I, d- oh, I definitely yeah. got a contact high. Like, oh, yeah. So, it's like, that's a thing. Yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> clearly not the, the most awesome drug experts. Um, so, like, what do you do with this marijuana when it burns? It's still illegal here in Illinois, so... Uh, decriminalized. It's decriminalized, okay. It's, yeah, which is like a gray area for... I just saw the Try Guys made a video where they drove cars high, so they also... You oh, used- I saw the drunk one they drove they them saw, high, too. Yeah, you saw oh, the they one... Do- they, they, they drove their cars drunk in a different video, but then yeah. they made another video where they drove the same course uh, stoned. Yeah. And um, they had some trouble. I bet, but it's funny because the stereotypes are true. Like when you're driving, according to this, you know, very non-scientific test, sure. test of the the try guys, they were extra cautious, and that's and they what, were stoned. Yeah, so they, they interviewed some cops too, and like the cops would say that too. Like that's one of the telltale signs is that you're like extra cautious, you're like hyper aware. <laughs> you're like that complete you're un- stops. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll stop in the middle of the road. They're like <laughs> just they just don't go anymore. They're like, oh man. I'm oh. so high right now. I got to <laughs> I got to go slow. But yeah, I mean there are judgments impaired, they're making like kind of bad turns and yeah. it, it's not it's not as bad in terms of like your you know your senses are just totally impaired. Sure. It's not as bad as like being totally drunk, but um yeah, they were uh, they were not safe drivers. Yeah. It's not no. a good thing to drive high. Well, I think if I think like going back to that question of like what should the police do like does this? I think it does raise the op- option now or like hey, let's think about that like how is the police budget right now? Is it okay? Yeah. Could we afford to serve our community even more right. with some of this stolen gear? Like cause some things like laptops, phones, like all those could be useful. Like mm-hmm. a, a lot of homeless people do have cell phones mm-hmm. like, cuz they get a prepaid card in there. Yeah. When they come up with some cash and like that's they watch TV on it or like, they do all kinds of things. So that's you know it's totally a real possibility. I think it's something that they could consider. Maybe. Definitely. Yeah, clothing, um, you know like bedding stuff like that like I, I do know budget is a big thing. Like I know the town that I live in, like we need more police officers and we just yep. can't afford them right now. So there's you know there's definitely maybe not every community that could do it, but I'm sure there are some out there that could do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should. I think we can all agree the cops probably don't need like a van full of donuts. So they I think they made the right call. Yeah, that giving was a good away. choice because those yeah. were going to go bad anyway. Oh, so yeah. that was a no brainer. Oh yeah, they made a lot of people happy. So that was awesome. Good call, cops. Yeah. Well, let's see what's uh, going to go on in the future. What do you say? Let's do it. Welcome to the future! Into the year. We're gonna do this joke a lot. Into the year 2000. It. Um, it's Nailed an old it. Conan bit, if you haven't heard it, just yep. Google. Conan 2000. It's always awesome. It's good. And did they do? They they did it in the year 2000. Was that when they started doing it? I think it was after. I don't think they ever did it before. It was just I don't know. Yeah. It was funny. Um, but this is kind of like there was a lot of like speculation of what the year 2000 going to be like as a big milestone. There's a lot of technological. Oh yeah. Achievements in the 20th century. Yeah. You're coming up on the the millennium rollover. Yeah. It's like the odometer just flipping over to the next like all zeros. It's and a rem- big deal. And I remember when it happened. Like you kind of felt like what's going to happen next? The computers can't even handle it. Y2K you have to prepare the computers What did Y2K stand for? Year 2000, Year 2000. Uh, I never even thought about that I, I never thought about what? that What? You thought about that before? I didn't have to think about it It was really <laughs> self-explanatory <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> I, At least I thought of it I figured it out by the time the sentence. That's, that's going to be your ended. thing, like next time the tweet thing goes around. You're like something you didn't figure out until way too late in life. What does Y2K stand for? Oh, y- oh, 2000. year two thousand. <laughs> like, you know what? That's really stupid, though. I'm not even going. I'm not even going to say I'm embarrassed because that's a really dumb name for like a computer bug. Like they could Y2K? have been a little more creative than that. They just basically <laughs> called it the yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not embarrassed. So there was a lot of predictions as to what the next century would look like and Uh starting back in 1900 they're kind of like futurists you've heard the term futurist people that are just trying to predict predict what's going on Uh, popular mechanics and popular science magazines both were very popular for figuring like having these people write these articles of what the future is being about so I've kind of come up with a little bit of a list of things that people thought would have happened by now that Mm, haven't mm. I thought we could discuss what absolutely what those um, what those might be like yes this first one I love this. Was this was determined in in the year 1900s that this was kind of a a theory of what might happen by the year 2000. Okay, that we would say goodbye to the letters C, X, and Q. <laughs> yep, that, because uh, they just wouldn't be needed anymore. C, X, and Q. Those specific letters. Uh, this was in an article of Ladies' Home Journal. You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, C is very unnecessary. You, you can replace it easily with an S or a K. Yeah. That was their point is like, there's, is the language was going to shift to a lot more like just what it sounds like. And we just do that. Yeah. So we could get rid of these letters that we don't necessarily need. We could spell things just the way they sound. Phonetically. Yeah. Just to make it easier. Yeah. And they kind of had it right because like they did say some things like the language was just going to get simplified. And we do some of that now with, right. Uh, with texting acronyms and yeah. But those things have been around forever too. Sure. Um, even the word, okay. Right. That's a sort of like an acronym of all correct, all oh, correct. Yep. But um, it was the LOL of its day. Yeah, and it was in like wasn't it like a Boston newspaper or uh-huh. something like yeah. that? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they thought we wouldn't use those letters anymore. That's actually I never even really thought about that, like just dropping letters from the alphabet because they're not used anymore. But we should totally do that. Yeah. Well, there's Efficiency. a lot. There's a lot of debate about the English language. It's like it's a it, it changes, and that some yeah. people think that's great. It's fluid. It um, does upset people sometimes when things like the word literally literally means not literal not literal and literal now it means one thing and the opposite and that's going to get really confusing. one thing that i think is interesting sorry just on the on the yeah. note of uh words changing is um somebody pointed out to me one time that the word dope has changed completely oh my goodness in like the last three generations so that three g- three generations ago dope meant like a, a dumb person yeah like oh you're such a dope yeah two generations ago the word dope meant weed yeah Smoking <laughs> dope. smoking the dope we weed reference in this podcast today, it, by the way. That's right. And now dope means cool. Yeah. Or awesome. It's yeah. just, I mean, those three things are completely different. Do some dope, dope skateboard moves, man. What, that's, what, 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 <laughs> that's what the kids say. Do they, though? No. No. Nope. Not at all. They don't. So there's a lot of talk now about flying cars. Everyone's trying to come up with a flying car, which just look like... It's just a drone. Small planes or drones, like, yeah. usually, like, not flying cars. But back in the year 1909... Mm-hmm. What people really assumed was going to happen were flying bicycles. Oh, that's cool. Because, which would have been awesome. Super awesome. Do you know the reason why they were like, they kind of went to that? Like, they really didn't think the car was necessarily going to take off because at that time. I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) The car car certainly didn't take off. It It (laughs) certainly didn't take off. But at that time, they weren't very reliable. They broke down. They were very expensive. Mm -hmm. And the bike just seemed like, hey, this is going to be the mode of transportation for people. Like they didn't really see that far in the future. There's these pictures of people just like with balloons tied to their bikes (laughs) and like their tires are replaced with what look like riverboat paddles or something to like move you through the air. <laughs> that would be awesome. I know, it would not work at all. It would be terrible. You would crash a lot. I love pre-flight assumptions of oh. what future flight would be like. Yeah. They, they had no idea. No clue. No clue. What you can't imagine there. future technology really. Like, yeah. You just kind of, you apply current technology to like what you want to be able to do and it just, it comes out really silly. Yeah. Uh, you know, balloons were kind of like the only way people knew how to fly back then. Yeah. Um, this was one I saw in a couple different articles of things that people thought would happen by Mm -hmm. now, but hadn't. Um, and this was, uh, in some like New York times and popular science, these kind of things, both kind of predicted this things, everything coated in plastic, everything coated in, why just for cleanliness? Like back, this was in the 1950s. Mm -hmm. So they kind of thought like plastic was the new thing. Everything's going to be plastic in the future because it can get wet. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong is going to happen with it. Like it's really easy to make make it anything else. So they kind of thought all Fabrics would be synthetic plastics, Uh which there's a lot of those now, but totally not it. But everything would be coated in it to the extent that there's like a picture of a woman hosing down her living room. Look at this photo. Oh, Like, this is what they thought was going to go down. That's not a bad idea. If they could figure that out. The idea was there'd be a drain in the middle of your house, and you could just hose everything down. I don't hate it. That would be really nice. If you've ever lived with toddlers, you want that really bad to be able to just hose down your house because there's just germs and crumbs. That's Tur- pretty That's pretty good. It turns out plastics weren't as great as we all thought they were going to yeah, be. Yeah, uh, they're not quite soft to lay on. No, they take a ton of uh, material. They're like, also really bad for the environment. Yeah, they're really bad for the environment. It takes yeah. a lot to make them. Uh, as I sip from my water your, bottle here. Your plastic water, single bottle. Use water bottle. My um, yes. single-use water bottle. On that same kind of note, back into the home, Another thing that people thought might have happened by now, yeah, is we'd all be living underground. Mm. Now that one, yeah, I mean, I get the, I get the appeal of that a lot too yeah. because. Well, first of all, you don't have the light—the natural light thing. That's a big loss. Well, that was the reason they thought. They thought because of the technology with light and everything that's coming down, is like we'd just be able to give these uh, artificial lights. Or like windows okay. and so, like or yeah, like fake mirrors. windows. Like in Lost. Like remember Lost? Right. The, the, the hatch down in the hatch. Uh-huh. <laughs> spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you don't know about the hatch now, there's a whole new generation, man. They've never seen. They've never Lost. seen Lost. Yeah. No, but yeah, I, I get that. If, yeah, if they could yeah. figure out a way to bounce the light down there and, like, have these really good artificial windows. Yeah. But, but the thought was you'd have then all the soil for commercial land, farming. Yeah. And everybody could just live underground. And you could power... This is the coolest thing. Yeah. You could have powered everything geothermal. Geothermal. That's, that's sweet. And everyone was kind of sick of weather. <laughs> like, that was, like, the big reason. Like, don't deal with this pesky weather anymore. Just live underground. <laughs> I'd love to be a part of a conversation in, like, 1910 or whatever that was. We'll just all like, be mole you know people. What? This weather stuff. Let's just... <laughs> That's, we can get rid of the weather if we just move underground. Let's live underground. See, uh, Jeff pointed out another uh, interesting note that I remember reading. I totally forgot about this. They thought nobody was going to like, no build a hundred, like no one's going to build a hundred-year home anymore. Mm. Like they, everything was going to be prefabbed. Like that was. This is along yeah. like the whole plastic thing. Yeah. And they just they last about twenty years and you get a new home. That is interesting because actually this brings me to a slightly related point. Uh, I have this kind of personal philosophy, that mm-hmm. I don't really like things to last that long, which is kind of weird, but yeah. if you think about it, okay, so like previous generations, I feel like our grandparents' generation, maybe it's because they're from the Depression era, but they were always like everything had to be built to last yeah, for quality. Ever. Oh yeah, like your your dining room table was like, I mean, that thing's a hand-me-down. Like, you want that to last 100 years, like, you want your couches to last and your clothes to last. You, everything was like built to last, which is good because you don't want to spend a ton of extra money on replacing things, right. but you don't really realize that like, if it lasts for 30 years, it's out of style and you don't want yeah. it anymore. Yeah. And so I would rather spend less money on something that's a little bit cheaper, that's gonna break, like a, let's say a couch. It's right. like not crazy expensive. It's gonna break in like five years because you know what? I'm probably gonna want a nice, You're I replace want a it. different couch anyway. And we're not Rockefellers, so we can't afford to be constantly replacing f- furniture every, every day. That's true. But no, yeah, I'm with you there. I, I kind of disagree a little bit because I think of the like, the ramifications of like all the waste. And I think the there's same, a lot of waste. I think it's the reason that didn't happen where people were building these prefab homes that don't last that long yeah, is because, I mean, it does happen. Those, those houses exist, mm-hmm. but I think people started to realize the impact on the environment. Yeah. Same reason we don't use plastics anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, So there's something to be said, like what happens to your old furniture? Is it just going to landfill? Is it like, doing like, What's going to happen reused there? Reused somehow, or is it going to the the Texas-sized island floating in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, oh, made so out of plastic? Much, so much plastic, yeah. That island. This one, we've actually this is another '50s thing. Mm-hmm. we we've, we've come we've come to part of this one. Okay. 3D television. 3D television, which we have. We have that. Turns out it sucks, and nobody really wants it. True. That was a phase that everything went through for a while. Yeah, now you like, don't see as much 3D anymore. Like two or three years ago, yeah. Yeah, but the thing that everybody thought was going to be there, which I really wish has happened. Smell-o-vision. Smell-o-vision. I know. That was the thing, man. I remember when, even when we were kids, it was like, yeah. Smell-o-vision's around the corner. Yeah. It's the last sense that hasn't been, you know, the, you can't like broadcast. You got eyesight, sound. Uh, well, I guess you can't really taste your TV, but. <laughs> but smell-o-vision, <laughs> it's man. taste division. Taste- yeah. Man, smell-o-vision would change things. Oh, it would make. Imagine it, watching an action movie you could smell the, the, the immersive powder powder experience and would be incredible. Guts. Yeah. But mm. it would. I mean, how would they do that? That's the question. Back in the day like technology was exploding in the 20th century. So yeah. people just kind of assumed it was just like you can't predict how the future's going to go. That's kind of that's kind of cool. They kind of predicted FaceTime and stuff. Like yeah. they kind of imagined everyone's going to have these big TVs. They just didn't really get you know it was going to be limited to like a, or it was going to be down to like a little computer phone that you can size. carry in your pocket. Right. Yeah. And th- the fact that we call this a phone is kind of ridiculous. Like cause we barely use it for yeah, that. It's 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 hardly a phone. Um yeah. but those were some of my favorites. Uh, I mean, the other ones. Obviously, people thought you know we'd be all in living or be able to travel in space by now. Like sure. those are big things. But the, I know the one thing everyone complains about. We don't have um, jetpacks. 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 Where are jetpacks? This wasn't in the article, but I've I've, I've heard plenty of people oh, complain about jetpacks. Like, I complain about that. We were supposed to have jetpacks by now. We were su- we were promised jetpacks, and we don't have them. Is there yeah. anything that you thought we would have by this year when you were a kid that we don't? Hmm, I the, the 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 internet communicating phone blows me away. That blows definitely. me away too. Never thought that would be a thing Unbelievable. C- couldn't imagine that. I think I definitely thought that we would be Like more into space travel I don't know if I would thought that when I was a kid that I would be in space yeah. by now, but I thought that space travel would be like at least advancing Yeah, we haven't really made I mean SpaceX and like some other companies are just now kind of getting back into mm-hmm. it But it's just been a slow road if you think about the 60s like, in the early 60s, JFK was like, we're going to the moon by the end of the decade. And we did it. And we did it! The moon's r- a lot closer than Mars. But we landed on it, took off again, and came back. That's crazy. And we really haven't been outside of, like, people haven't been outside of that uh, the orbit, really. We went a few times, I think. Not maybe. that many, though. It's not we like tried just, a lot. <laughs> yeah. It didn't always work. It's hard. But anyways, that's, so I thought, I love those articles. Oh, yeah. The future is really fun to think about. And it's fun to think about... Now, being the future of you know 100 years ago, and yeah, being like, man, it's totally different than you thought, bro. Yeah, there's definitely things that, like, if you went back and showed people things we have now, it would blow their minds. Like, the fact that our screen Mm -hmm. is this big, like, people imagined like FaceTime conversation, but they just imagined this huge CRT monitor. Nobody could predict Mm
1: -hmm. an LCD
0: screen, yeah. But I mean, they would their, their minds would be blown by some things, but then other things would be like, you're still driving around in cars that are powered by old dinosaurs that you light on fire? Like, what? <laughs> That's one way of putting it. I thought we'd be over that by we, now. We do still use the term horsepower, which is <laughs> kind, of, kind of ridiculous yeah, if you no, think about th- it. Nobody has a reference for that anymore. What does that we mean? We still use it. It's 800 horse, 200 horsepower, yeah. what does that even, like, who has 200 horses? Yeah, so what do you think will happen in the next 100 years? What do you think is going to happen 100 years from now? I really do think that space travel is, it's it's picking up again. Which is cool. I think that like the kid in me is like excited about that. So I think in the next 50 years, maybe we'll be on Mars. Oh yeah. I think we'll be on Mars for sure. Yeah. I I don't know how many people, but uh, I I also think uh, electric vehicles are going to like really start coming into mainstream, which is also really awesome. I think that stuff's going to start to happen but I think society will have a major downfall before. You think <laughs> We so? can really enjoy it that much. I think like, we're gonna get this awesomeness and then it's some like- Nuclear fallout. Nuclear or fallout. Or we destroyed the planet and now it's heating us up too much. Yeah. Or robot uprising. Yeah, and that's, you know how I feel about that. I we we both know how we each feel about the robot yeah, over, It's, it's happening. Happen. It's happening, and not in the way everybody thinks. It's not going to be like physical robots. It's just going to be computers taking over the world. Yeah, one day you're going to wake up and your your uh, microwave is just gassing you to death because <laughs> <laughs> microwaves use gas. They'll no no figure knows, it out, man. No, no, no one knows how it works. They're robots. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So I think I there's some stuff to look forward to. I am not very optimistic. I'm, I I have told my kids like you probably don't want to have kids. <laughs> You're already telling them just plan on being the last generation on Earth. Just be the last human. Just just live it live it up, because this is going to be the end. Oh, my daughter's already a little social activist. <laughs> Seven years old. <laughs> well, why bother, though? I mean, if the Earth is already done, we're, we're all toast. Yeah. So Her problem, not mine. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this episode. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, Danny Gula, and I'm John Stunt. Uh, thanks for joining us. It's the Randomonium Podcast, and we'll see you guys next week.